This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. podcast welcome back to unwinding how are we doing i hope you guys are having a beautiful week i'm going to keep this intro short and sweet for you mainly because i just want to get into the conversation you know we don't like dilly dally around here i always think of my dad when i say that because he used to say it all the time and i just thought it was like the funniest expression ever like dilly dally like what anywho um yeah i can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode alex and i had just such a chill real talk about so many different things but we kind of get into like the not so fun part about working with brands and being like a smaller blogger influencer content creator whatever you want to call (laughs) whatever you want to call us I don't know I don't know what I am um but yeah and just like how there are so many trends right every single day there's a new trend and how it can be so compelling to try to keep up with them and also like so exhausting if you're trying to do that and how ultimately like I know this is gonna sound cliche but I I feel like I'm just like a walking fucking cliche like every single episode count how many times I say I know this is cliche like take a shot every time I say I know this is cliche Ooh, that rhymed. But like, why am I a fucking walking cliche? You know what it is? You know what it is? It's the more therapy I do, okay? The more therapy I do and the more I work on myself and figure my shit out, I just come to realize that like so many of these cliches are true. Like it just, you know, and I hate that. I hate that they're true, but they are. So anyway, my point is we talk about how exhausting it can be to like have feel the feel feel this need to like always be on top of the new shit and keeping up with everything and how you know what ultimately and this is the cliche part we all have our own magic right we all have our own story we all have our own shit and that's what you just need to keep doing because there are people out there that need to hear your story there are people out there waiting to find you your magic um and that's the cool part about social media right it's just that we share our shit, we share our story, and there are people that find us along the way that resonate and that want to be a part of it. So, cliche over, Jesus. Um, so, yeah, I'm so excited for this episode. I love Alex, and I feel like you guys are really going to enjoy this. So, also, I just want to say, I'm sorry if I don't sound like my usual perky self, you know, my usual charming self. Um, can you hear that? That's Ollie hitting the microphone always has to steal the show like he can never just like let me have my moment um (laughs) can you hear him anyway I this week has kicked my ass this week has kicked my ass I feel very fragile and very sad I can't even say that without like my eyes getting watery (laughs) you know when that happens when you're like fragile and someone hugs you and you just like completely fall apart that's how I feel (laughs) Like, a plumber just came to my apartment to fix 
um, one of the bathrooms in the second bathroom in my apartment. And he was like, how are you? And just like looked into my eyes when he asked me. And I literally, I almost started crying. Like, (laughs) anyway, um, so yeah, uh, a bitch is not doing well, but you know what? That's life, right? Like not every week is going to be great. Not every day is going to be great. I'm having an especially just, it's just kind of like a perfect storm week where a lot of things have just um, fallen on top of each other. And you know, that's, it happens. We're going to be fine, right? We're going to be fine. Tomorrow's a new day. Next week is a new week. And even when I feel sad, I always think about like perspective is what literally gets me through fucking anything. It's just, I put everything in perspective and I realize that I've been through such worse shit in my life and I'm going to be fine. But that doesn't undermine what I feel right now, right? Like, I'm still allowed to be sad. And that's what I think a lot of us don't do. What am I... Where are we going with this? I'm so sorry. I meant to keep this intro so short, but I guess a bitch got inspired. We never want to feel sad, right? Like, nobody wants to feel their shit because it's just uncomfortable and not fun. Like, I literally cried myself to sleep last night, which is, like, so stupid. But no, it's not. See, that's me undermining myself. Rude. We never want to feel our shit. And we always just... We always, like... I even just did it. It's like, I I almost like don't allow myself to feel sad sometimes because what I'm feeling sad about might be so minuscule compared to the things that I've already faced in my life. And that's not how life works. Like, just because I've been through worse things doesn't mean I'm not allowed to like be sad about something that isn't that big, right? So I'm just letting myself have the days that I need to feel sad, feel my shit out, and then get over it. And that's what we're doing. So... I just wanted to be honest with you guys because, I mean, I'm always honest and that's where we're at right now. Um, But let's get into this episode. You guys are going to love it. I love Alex. She's so sweet. She was so easy to talk to. I literally could have kept talking to her for hours and I feel like I keep saying that about the guests that I have on and that's just me being so grateful that... I have found such incredible people to connect with and like I said before, so many more fun conversations coming. So I'm very excited and please go give Alex some love. I'm not going to give you guys an outro because I feel like y'all don't appreciate my outros. I'm just kidding. I just know nobody listens to them. So it's like I can say hello to you right now. I gave you a little spiel about where I'm at and we're going to wrap it up and get into this episode and you guys are going to love it, hopefully, okay? I hope. If you listen, tag me, follow the Instagram, say what's up, go give Alex some love. I hope you guys are having a beautiful week. Have a great weekend and take care of yourself. Okay. Peace out. Okay. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Welcome. I'm so excited to have you. I'm so excited for this episode. I really don't like intros, but tell the people your name, how old you are, where you're from, how you're feeling today? Give it to me. Okay. So my name is Alex. I'm also known as A Reynolds Beauty on Instagram. Um, I am 24 years old. I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> um, you know, this last year, like, I kind of forgot how old I was. I don't know. It was like a blur. <laughs> I still think I'm like, when people ask me, I'm like, I 25, 20, like, I'm, I just turned 28 and I feel the same way. I was like, <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I feel very different and, like, very much more enlightened, you Mm -hmm, know? But mm -hmm. I still feel like I'm fucking 24 years old. Anyway, 
continue. No, I feel that. I feel like the mid-20s all just kind of, like, clump together in, like, a blur, and you don't yeah, even know dude. or care how old you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. Um, I am from Brampton, Ontario. It's close to Toronto. And, um, yeah. <laughs> Can you hear that? Uh, or is that just me? Did you hear mm, that? I don't hear anything. Just my headphones. Sorry, we had a That's few okay. technical difficulties, guys. I'm I'm sorry. Apologize. Apolo- <laughs> apologies. Okay. So, hi Alex. Welcome. So happy to have you. A few things that we're gonna get into, and I'm so excited to hear where we took this conversation. And it's something you and I have been talking about lately. And I think it's something that I think a lot of people are scared to talk about. I don't know. I don't. I don't hear too much about it. Um maybe the occasional post on Instagram where someone like really speaks up about it but I want to hear your thoughts on you know being a quote-unquote small creator whatever that means to I know that's a very relative term whatever that means to whoever's listening you know having a smaller audience whatever it may be and working with you know some of these very large brands that don't always want to compensate creators for their work Um, and how frustrating that can be. The biggest thing that I find about this topic is that it doesn't matter how big or small the brand is. It's if you are going to ask someone to create work for you or to post an advertisement for you or whatnot, like the first thing that should come to mind is paying, like payment. I, I don't understand how you can ask someone to do work for free. Oh, for exposure, because exposure pays the bills. That one always gets me. But on the same note, it's like if you have a big creator and if a brand was to approach like, I don't know, think of a huge name, I don't know, Whitney Simmons or something like a millions of followers. No brand is ever going to approach that creator and say, hey, can you post this for free? And then this and then they respond, OK, like this is my this is what I charge X, Y, Z. And then the brand comes back and says, oh, we actually don't have a budget for this. That would never, ever happen. It just wouldn't. Like, that's not the way it would happen to someone who has millions of following. So how come brands think it's okay to take advantage of smaller creators just because they have, say, 5,000 followers? Right, where it's like we have been, we have seen, especially I think in the last year, how valuable micro influencers and very small and smaller creators are like how much value there is there because I think time and time again we're seeing how you know they I don't want to speak for everyone and generalize every single small account you know and I don't want anyone to be offended when I say the word small like I think of myself as a small creator you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I I don't know what that means to I think it means something different to everyone so right I, I don't mean it in a bad way I just mean like not 30k or 40k let's say okay right 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 um what was i saying i don't remember um what the fuck was i saying i can't even remember you were talking about more so in the past year you've seen like micro influencers right and and (laughs) sorry (laughs) jesus Um, (laughs) and we have seen how community oriented these accounts are and these smaller pages are and And I think time and time again, we've seen how even as not as creators, but as users of Instagram and as someone in the audience, you well, I don't know, I'll speak for myself. I feel way more connected to somebody 
often that has a smaller audience because I feel more, I don't know, it just, there comes a point where when someone is so large, it becomes almost unrelatable to me. And I, yep. there are very few accounts and individual, I don't want to say accounts because they're people, um, but mm-hmm. very few people who I still feel very tied to. I know that sounds weird. And even though they're massive and blew up, um, yeah. It's very few and far between that I still feel kind of like, you know, involved in their life in some way. Yes. But it's more so it it becomes when when they blow up and get so big, like, don't get me wrong. I'm so fucking happy for them and like they deserve it and they're killing it. But I almost just feel like, oh, like the the relatability for me is gone. And a lot of the connection I felt between us is gone. Yes. So that's why I love like smaller or whatever the fuck accounts anyway. So, yes, agreed with you. And I don't. I want to also specify that I don't think we're talking about small businesses and brands that are, you know, it's two people on their team and they're starting out and, and of course they're not going to have these huge ass budgets for marketing. I fully understand that. And I think a lot of it is in the delivery. Like if a small business approaches me and says, like makes an incredibly personalized email, like hi Lisa tells me a little bit about their their business and they just started and and we're working on this and we have this product that I think aligns completely with your brand and we really value long-term partnerships and we want to grow together like boom fucking sold like I love that shit like it's not all about the money I know but it's like when these big ass companies claim to have no budget and also deliver the message in such a like I don't know unapproachable way yep and then you see them paying these other accounts that are a little That's bit larger. It. That That's where I'm it, like, right there. Oh, oh, you mean you didn't have a budget for me? For me, because of my following. What is it? What is but it? Yeah, that but yeah, but you want to use my work. Budget? But you want to use my work. So clearly, you like what I'm doing. You just yep. don't value it enough to pay me. Exactly, and it's it's really funny that that you mentioned that because a couple weeks ago, a, I had an issue with a specific brand that I'm not gonna name any names but um (laughs) they reached out to me and they said hey uh we don't typically post like influencer or like bloggers photos on our page they usually use their own sort of photographer photos like their own curated photos um but they reached out to me and they said we really love this photo we want to use it in a campaign uh this would be great for you because it would really stand out on our page because we never post um influencers photos things like that and making you feel very special oh yeah I felt like amazing I was like this is incredible they want to post my photo I'm I feel great my content stood out whatever so I reached back and I was like of course I would love for you to post my photo but it's going to be in advertisements and campaigns you're going to make a lot of money off of this I did not even propose my usual like price that I would charge for usage rights and advertisement rights and all of those things um, so I sent all of this out and keep in mind the original, uh, collab we did was not even paid. It was unpaid. I just accepted it cause I really love the product. I knew that it was honestly a product I would have bought with my own money. So I was like, yeah, right. I'll accept this. Yeah. I do accept campaigns that I want to be a part of. It's not like you said, it's not all about the money. No, I totally do things that, that speak to me that I feel like align with my brand, align with my values, Mm-hmm. Um, so I accept things just because I think I like the products or I would buy them anyways. 
Yeah. So that's what I did. Um, I posted about this brand uh, two or three times with no payment, which is fine because I was happy to. Um, But at this point, when it had come to them wanting to use my photo for advertisement purposes, I was then like, okay, now it's time to ask for some payment because I've worked Mm -hmm. hard for the brand for free and now they Mm want to use my photo. So I said all of that in in an email in a more politically correct way. Of course. Course. And um, they responded with a very blunt, no, sorry, we have no budget for this, period. Mm-hmm. But you'll get lots of exposure from our 400,000 followers. And yeah. I was like, oh, perfect, because exposure is going to pay me for the time the and work. effort that I put into yeah. this. Right. Um, Because it never has before. So I don't know when exposure is expected to start paying the bills, but... You know what's frustrating? Oh, it's so annoying is oh I have so many things to say about this and I also <laughs> I, I want to like preface that we're not like the point of this conversation and I think you and I are on the same page with this is we're not sitting here shitting on anyone or any mm-hmm. brand or n- no names will be shared in no. this. That that's not no. the point the point is and we'll get to it is valuing your work no matter how big or small you are so that's like the underlying message of all of this and it's something that I wish someone would have told me at the beginning because at the beginning when you start out you know and you start your account let's just pretend let's use me as an example okay I started posting skincare and makeup right when brands started to reach out and wanted to send me something I almost shit my pants like I just couldn't even believe it God, I am, you I sell your soul to no, these literally, brands. I was like, like legit. You want to sell me? You want to send me something? Like, I literally, cr- I couldn't believe it. I literally could not believe it, right? I was I so fucking grateful, and I still am to this day yeah. for anything. However, I didn't know at the beginning, like, they're not just sending that to be nice, okay? Because you have a voice, you have a platform, and they're sending that because they know you're going to market it. Like, there's, and, you know, I'm not saying brands can't be nice. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, like, yeah, there's always more. Right. And so it's a business. You know, it's a business. And I understand mm-hmm. it. Right. I understand it. But I just wish starting out like the amount of times that I undervalued myself and I didn't know what the fuck to charge. You know, yeah. I didn't know if I could charge. I didn't know that I could negotiate. I didn't know that I could say no. I didn't know that I could say I would love to be a part of this. Can we discuss a budget? I didn't know I yeah. was allowed to say that. There's so many things that I didn't know I could do, which you know, I think this is a relatively newer industry and I think people are still paving the way. And I think, like I said, I think it's, um, it's only recently that more people are being vocal about, Hey, um, do this, say this to a brand. Don't let yourself, don't do this. Like people are being more vocal about the things that you can and can't do and things that have worked for them in the past. Yeah. However, I think that's also the problem is the reason why brands keep doing this to creators is because there are creators that don't know they can say no. So the and only reason that brands think, of. right, the only reason why brands keep doing this is because it's working for them. Because some people don't say no, don't want to say no. You know, they feel super special that they're going to get exposure. And I'm not, yeah. if you're someone who's accepting something for exposure, I'm not shading you. I'm just mm-hmm. saying more people have to say no 
I don't want to say that. I just want to say the it's reason know why your I, worth. Know that knowing what your worth. you're doing is yeah. worth something. Right. It's worth and, time and effort and money. Yeah. And it, But that's the thing. It's like the reason why they keep doing this and think it's okay is clearly because it's working for them and clearly because there are so many creators that are like, yes, yes, sure, of course. And I was one of those too. It's true. And I still do it sometimes, like you said, because it's not all about yeah. the money. If I believe in something, if I love it, if I would have bought it anyway, if I would use it anyway, I'm fucking down. Like... You know, (laughs) yeah. Um, But that's what's frustrating is like seeing huge brands claim to have no budget, and then two seconds later, seeing five different posts that are um, paid partnerships with this brand with creators that have 100k, 80k, and more. So that's what's frustrating is like you just don't have a budget for me, but yet you want to. But you want to. But you want to use my work for free. You know? No, it's true. It's true. No, on that same note, like, I have even seen, this is what kind of boggles my mind sometimes, I have even seen, like, creators with very similar following to me get a paid partnership, whereas I wasn't given oh, one. Oh, yeah, all the so time. So that, yeah. like, if I saw someone with 100k getting a paid partnership from this brand, like, yeah, I get right. it. They have way more following, yeah. way more influence than I do. Yeah. But sometimes when I see people who have a similar audience as me, I'm like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Why did I not get extended the same budget? And it just makes me wonder, like, where where does all of this come from? Because I like to think that I put out nice content. Like, I put a lot of work into what I do, and I stand behind what I do wholeheartedly. I never post things, like, haphazardly. So I just don't understand where these brands get off just kind of being like, you get a budget, but you don't get a budget. Like, it, it's so odd and it just makes it so difficult to be a creator and it affects your self-esteem and it affects your confidence when you're on these platforms like it really goes a long way I think it's I wish there was like a clear-cut answer to that like how do they decide who gets a budget and who does it but I who doesn't but I think a large part of that is on the creator side and and what they are vocalizing and what they are allowing and what they're saying true. yes to and what they are negotiating like the first time I negotiated I literally was shitting my pants I was like oh my god they're gonna say no <laughs> they're gonna say no they're gonna say that it's okay I know and if a brand says no, if a brand says no sucks like it really and if you know like if you really want to f- come to an agreement like you guys will find a way but if you're getting fucking lowballed and you are not getting anywhere near a place where you would feel your work is being appreciated and valued then you say no and it sucks but I personally want to work with brands that value my work because I put Mm -hmm. pour my heart and soul into it and if they're not going to value it value it there's going to be another brand who will but it's hard like Mm -hmm. you're saying it's hard because you know it just there's there's consistency is hard to find I think when you're like starting out and growing and in the building phase it's hard it's hard as fuck it is but it's like one of those things and I think something I really want to share is like something I'm still recently learning and something you and I were talking about um and it's just learning how to say no or learning how to Mm -hmm. say thank you so much for thinking of me but I am not going to be doing this for free that's something I didn't even know that I could fucking say like Every, every opportunity when you're starting out looks so shiny and it looks like yeah. magic and you feel like you're never going to get another one again and you feel like you have to say mm-hmm. yes. No, bitch, you don't. You don't have to say yes. Like, your work mm-hmm. is valued and you need to believe that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And honestly, I I get that. There's a very fine line between wanting to fight for what you deserve and for what you think your content is worth mm-hmm. and being afraid of damaging a relationship with the brand. Because yeah. I've been there where I've been received an email, they don't want to pay me, whatnot, but I know that this is a brand that I do want to keep a relationship with going forward. Yeah. And I, I currently have a couple like that because it's hard sometimes to you're just afraid to kind of negotiate and you're afraid what the brand's going to think if they're going to be like oh well forget you I have a thousand other influencers just like you I don't need I don't need you negotiating this and that and coming at me for payment like I have a million other people that will do the same thing for free but do you want to do you want to work with a brand who thinks that way you know what I mean no, that's a really good way to put it. It really is. I guess it just comes down to knowing, accepting kind of like if it's something that you need on an ongoing basis or products that you love and you always want to have and they restock them and things like that. I mean, it's up to you. Yeah. It's up to you really what what you're willing to do for whatever sort of whatever you're getting out of it. But I guess my point is it's just it's really hard to go that route with the brand and you're afraid that you're going to damage a relationship with them when that's a brand that you kind of want to carry with you going forward I don't know it is it is a blurry line I think something I always think about is just like killing them with kindness like always and I think Mm -hmm. so much of the relationship that you build and maintain and have with brands and with other creators and whoever is just the way that you present yourself the way that you speak the the emails that you write like your wording like I think that plays so much into it and I think nobody should be afraid to say you know I've loved working with you in the past I'm such a fan of your products as as you see as you've seen they've been showcased on my page countless times and I will continue to share them however you know um for instance in your position like I wouldn't feel comfortable or right having my photo be used as an advertisement without being compensated. I hope that in the future, if there is an opportunity for us to work together on a paid collaboration, I hope that we can stay in touch because I truly value this brand. Like, there's a way to, like, say things where a brand knows that you care and that you value them. And, like, if it didn't work out right now, it didn't work out. But it's not fair to you, you know? And I think ultimately, like, influencers, bloggers, content creators, whatever you want to call um, whatever you want to call them, us. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we are our own, I think it depends on your brand, obviously, but, like, for us, for instance, like, we are our own personal brand. Like, we know and we should know our worth, and that should not be taken advantage of by, like, huge brands with budgets, however unwilling to pay for work. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah, I think we know our audience the best, And we work our asses off to build a community that trusts us. You know what I mean? And, like, you also have to remember, and this is something I really fucking wish someone told me at the beginning, like, brands, a lot of them will just typically start at the lowest offer. And if you don't ask, you're not going to get it. If you don't ask, you're not going to receive. If you don't negotiate, they're going to lowball you. And if you're happy with that, they're going to be like, okay, cool, let's go. So, Mm. PSA to everyone, know your worth always negotiate if it's not fair you know what I mean like I'm not saying always negotiate like Mm -hmm. if it's a price that is fair to you and that you're down with like amazing right but don't undervalue your work the time that you 
put into everything, your community, like, don't undervalue it. So true. I think the last thing I want to say about this is, and this goes for not only just brands, but it frustrates me sometimes and I've learned to just, like, let it go. But, like, it's so funny to me, like, what people see and let's say, like, what a brand sees is a feed, I mean, a post on your feed, maybe three story slides, cute. And then over here (laughs) is what they don't see and it's yeah the vision board you made understanding the project tying it into your brand planning the concept styling shooting editing writing your copy tailoring it to to your audience finding the hashtags marketing cross marketing the the post making sure it's relevant making sure it's trendy your years of expertise the t- <laughs> like amen <laughs> the list no, over it's, here it's is like fucking never ending and then the final product is one picture sometimes I know it's it's kind of funny that you say that because sometimes um I come into contact with people in my life who uh, like you know they find out what I do influencer posting pictures of skincare and makeup and people are like oh my god that's so easy like I can't believe you make money off of that blah 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 like you just take a picture and I'm like yeah like I take pictures but it is not just taking pictures there is so much so freaking much that goes into what we do be it um time effort mental mental and physical effort for me is the mental part the mental it is like so many people don't realize how difficult it is to keep up with like the pressure and how fast paced like this community is it is so difficult to keep up with and to stay relevant and to keep your content interesting and trendy and um now everyone's into reels and filming video content is so much harder than taking a photo so now you got to have time for that and getting onto tiktok and like it's a lot yeah it's it's never ending It's, it's a lot and i'm not like throwing us a pity party or anything like i fucking love it no don't get me wrong oh same i'm just saying like with any job I don't sit around and judge any job because I don't know what goes into it. And I don't I mm-hmm. I don't know what you do behind the scenes. I don't know what kind of mental like how it takes on your mental health. I don't know any of that. And so it would just be nice if people didn't just judge what they don't understand. You know what I mean? Yep. Um and for brands it would be nice if they valued because brands know they know what it takes, mm-hmm. right? So that's what's oh, yeah. even more frustrating is, like, you know what this is going to take me. And so it would be nice if there was more appreciation and value. And I know it's a business, so I understand. But just how it's a business to them, it's a business to us as well. And we are allowed to negotiate. We are allowed to, um, you know, be compensated. And, yeah. And... I love that you said that that was a perfect segue because I love that you said how it can be hard to, or there's a, there's like a constant pressure to stay quote unquote relevant or keep up with the trends. Mm-hmm. And I know that's something that we wanted to talk about too, is just like making sure you are staying true to, you know, yourself via your content and the message and the story that you're sharing on a daily basis when like every day there's something new popping up. I would love to hear just like your thoughts about that. Honestly, it is, it's so difficult to be in any sort of social media presence these days, whether you are an influencer or whether you're someone who just goes on social media, like, um, 
what's the word like like a <clears throat> like a um a user a social media user yeah. I guess sounds yeah. weird but no I I feel like there's it's very difficult for both sides because we're constantly seeing um these ideals of mm-hmm. you know people who look perfect or look like they have everything or look like they have the best life and it's just like okay they have hundreds of thousands of followers because they do x y and z so sometimes you almost feel like i need to do that too to be as good as them or to have the success that they have and we all follow into fall into it whether you are a user or an influencer or whatever um but i guess what I think is the most important part about being a creator is that we are here because we all have something unique that we want to offer to the industry. Yeah. Whether that be like you're an artist and you create amazing graphics or you have a lot of skincare knowledge, uh, you're a fitness expert, like we all come to these platforms and bring these kick-ass qualities yeah. and we're all so unique and we do it in our own different ways with different aesthetics and uh, different photography styles. And it is so cool. Yeah. It is so cool that we have the ability to do this, that we're privileged and live in a country where we're able to do something like this. And I think that it is so important to stick to what you, what called you to be here in the first place. Yes. Because the second that you... I don't want to say sell out, but if you start to kind of change uh, because you think that... You have to. What this person is doing is going to be better. Work for me. Yeah. It's not. It's not because people can see through that. People can see when you're not true to yourself. Oh, yeah. And when you're not acting true to what what calls you, people can tell. Oh, yeah. Because when I see someone so authentic in what they're doing and so passionate about what they're doing... Those are the people that I follow. Those are the people that inspire me because it's just like, whoa, this person is good at what they do. And I I like I am so inspired by this person. I think <clears throat> I love everything that you said and I could not agree more. And I think social media, if you're not careful and if you allow it, I think social media has the ability and can have the ability to have you wanting shit that you don't even want it can mm-hmm. it, it can have the ability to leave you feeling anxious about things you truly don't even care about um <laughs> what i need to bring up one thing because you me. just said that so apparently side parts aren't allowed anymore dude i can't keep up tomorrow it's gonna be <laughs> tomorrow it's gonna be something else tomorrow the zigzag pattern is gonna be back like you just but have like, to do your that's thing. That's a prime example. Yeah. You just said social media can leave you feeling anxious about something you never even thought you would. Yeah. I thought, you know, my hair was kick ass. It like, is. I thought it looked great. And then I go on TikTok and I see that side parts aren't allowed. Now, I don't really have a side part. It's just a little offset from the middle. But I have a cowlick, okay? I can't part it right down the middle. I tried yesterday. It doesn't look good. <laughs> and I was searching Instagram yesterday for like half an hour. Like, looking at all my favorite pages being like, does she have a side oh a middle part? God, does she have a middle part? It. And I'm like, oh, my God, everyone has the middle part except for me. So now I'm like, great, I'm irrelevant. And I was anxious about it for, like, two hours no, because dude. someone on TikTok said it. Listen. That's the power. Listen, yes, there's power. Yes, that's, you just said it. There's power. But, like, <laughs> you have to remind yourself that 
every other day there's something new and shiny and there's something new that is relevant and cool right now and in five days no one's gonna give one fuck yeah maybe that popped off on twitter (laughs) yesterday not twitter tiktok yesterday give it three days and no one's gonna care it's like so that's why you have to stick to your gut and and stick to what you like because if you are always trying to keep up with what's trendy you are going to be exhausted for the rest of your life because every day there's Mm -hmm. something new and i think going off with what i was saying about social media has the ability to make you feel all these things that you don't even care about or you don't even feel or you maybe don't even want that Mm -hmm. is why and this is like an ongoing thing for me that i am constantly it's like a muscle that i'm constantly trying to strengthen is like i i feel personally like the more self-aware you are Mm -hmm. the better this whole space will be for you because if you know who you are and I'm not saying you love who you are always. I don't love who I am always. I piss myself off all the time. But, like, for, <laughs> for the most part, I'm like, you're okay. You know? You're okay. If you are okay with yourself and aware of the things that you like, the things that you don't like, the things that you know, like, there are things that I love on on, on social media that I'm like, that would never look good on me. Like, that, you know, I can't pull that off. I don't mm-hmm. want, that's, that's just not, I love it on, on them, but, like, it's just not my thing. As long as you are self-aware and the more self-awareness you have, I think the better. And I'm not saying it's not always easy because, dude, it can be, no. social media can be a dark place. But I think often it's what you make of it, too. Like, it's who, mm-hmm. who, who are you following? Who do you watch all the time? Who, whose stories are you watching every day? Whose captions are you reading? Who, who are you engaging with? Who, like, I think you mm-hmm. can also kind of tailor the experience a little bit and... When I started to do that, I became much happier because yep. because I was following some people and watching some people that I'm like, they're just making me feel bad for whatever reason. It's not on them. It's on me. Clearly, it's something within myself that is just like being triggered right now. And so I'm just going to like cool off and lay off and the mute button is great. Yep. There's something called unfollow, unfollow people that make you feel like shit and try to tailor mm-hmm. your your social media experience to make you feel good and like educate you or entertain you or inspire you. Oh my god, 100%. Like, bottom line, it is so necessary to just stay true to what calls you here. Like, I literally see 20 Instagram pages a day with a completely different aesthetic from mine that I'm like, oh my god, that aesthetic is perfect. Like, I need to change everything. I need to be that right now. But, like, my, my aesthetic is, like, half of my brand. Like, people recognize things that are in my photos or things that I post about regularly or the way I filter that's why my photos like, like you like that's why people that like brings you. people to my page yeah, yeah. exactly and it, it makes you an authentic creator because I'm not just I'm not just recreating what I saw on someone else's page yeah. I'm creating something that came from my my brain and my heart right. like these are things that kind of speak to me and I vibe with and I want everyone else to vibe with me too so I think ultimately like you know her aesthetic whoever her is that you're saying like loved it amazing that's why people love her and there's nothing wrong with looking at her aesthetic and being like oh my god fucking love that what a queen I'm inspired and then tailoring that we were let's be real we're I'm inspired by people all the fucking time but I always I always like incorporate if I'm getting inspiration from someone I will make sure it's like true to me because if not like it just I 
it doesn't feel right. You know, it doesn't feel right to post. And I think something that helps me is, and if anybody is out there struggling, like, with, I don't know, maybe their direction might feel a little bit foggy or maybe they just, like, are really, they're really trying to, like, stay trendy and they don't know what is in line with them or not. When you're going to, when you're going to post something, whether that be a post, a story, whatever it is, think about why are you posting it? Are you posting it because you feel like you have to? Are you posting it because you feel like you need to, like, keep up with this certain trend right now? Are you posting it because, you know, you love it? Are you posting it because you feel identified? Like, think about why you're sharing something. And I'm not saying any of these, any of these, you know, if if the answer to any of these is yes or no, like, I'm not shading any of them, but just be aware Mm -hmm. of why you're doing something. And I feel like my favorite um, answer to these questions is I'm posting it because I love it. And because I think my, my Mm community is going to love it. And because it's going to make me closer to them and them closer to me. That's what I like to do. I know everyone is different, but that's what I am like. Why am I posting this? What am I trying to share? What am I trying to leave people with? How am I trying to make people feel? That's what I'm trying to share more, especially lately, you know? Um, Yeah. Because it can be so fucking easy to feel like left behind in a way and like, oh, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I need to do more of this. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, It can be so overwhelming. So just... Share what makes you happy and the people that are meant for you are going to find you. And I feel like we all have something magical. I know that sounds cheesy, but I really feel it. We all have a story. Like, we all have a Mm -hmm. story. All of us. We do. And people are going to like you because of your story. And the more you share it and the more you let it, like, shine through your shit, the better I think it's going to be, you know? Oh, it's so true. Like... One of my favorite things about being on social media and being in this community, I don't, I don't even know what community to call it that I'm in. I started in skincare. I did too. And now I no, do. Yeah. I don't know where I am. No. But. <laughs> I honestly just post whatever makes me happy. Yeah. Like, like what you just said, like whatever I think is purposeful and makes me feel happy, even if it isn't purposeful, it's just a pretty photo. Yeah. I'm like, this is cute. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun. This is going to make someone smile. Maybe. I don't know. It made me smile. Yeah. Um, what I was trying to say is I have met so many kick-ass women and some men too in this community that just inspire me every single day. And I see these posts and I see such unique, different content. And the most important thing about it is that it's all so unique and so different. Yeah. And that's what keeps me coming back to these people and forming relationships with these people because they inspire me. They inspire me to be my authentic self and to stay true to my content. And one of the biggest things, um, like what you were mentioning about if you feel good about your content, um, when I post something, I immediately get this feeling of like, wow, I'm so proud of this post. I'm so excited. This is so great. I hope people love it as much as I do. Even if I don't get a ton of likes or a ton of shares or whatever I'm like this is a great post and I'm proud of it yeah but I've also had times where I've posted something and I'm like I know I have asked that I know I took that just because I felt like I needed to post today because I haven't posted in two days Mm -hmm. and I'm not really proud of it but I felt compelled to post it because I have to keep up with posting every day because you need to stay relevant or um 
I just wanted to snap a quick pic of something because other people were taking pictures of this thing. Mm -hmm. Like, the second you hit that post button, you will know whether you're proud of what you're putting out there or not. And it really just kind of overwhelms you. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I mean, I just, I loved this whole conversation and I just want to say to kind of wrap it up, like, you know, we're in a digital era, like social media is not going anywhere. I adore it. It has brought me, like you said, like it has brought so many humans into my life that I'm like, thank you. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my God. Like I feel inspired all the time. I feel so connected all the time. Like I talk to incredible fucking people all day and I feel so lucky to do it. That doesn't mean that there aren't hard parts, which we've talked about a few of them today, you know, but like any, any, anything is going to have good and bad and, and bad things. I think it's all about making sure that you are sharing things. If you are sharing things, share shit that makes you feel good like you're saying like makes like share stuff that makes you feel good it honestly is pretty simple make well Mm -hmm. make and share shit that (laughs) is true to you and that will bring you closer to your audience and your community and I think also like don't let the fucking algorithm and it's ever and it's never ending change sorry I can't speak I'm like so caffeinated that I'm like you know what I mean don't let <laughs> don't let the algorithm and its never ending changes keep you from sharing anything. Keep you that don't let it, <sighs> I can't talk. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm like out of it now. No, I'm like not out of it. It's like my brain is going so fast that like I don't know I can't like verbalize, you know? Anyway, my bottom line, bottom line stay true to yourself. Do your thing. <laughs> do your fucking thing. There's gonna be people out there that love that thing that you're doing. So keep fucking doing it, even if it takes time. Even if it takes you longer than that person and that person or that person, who fucking cares? Stay true to yourself. Think about it long term. Like you want to build a brand and a community that is true to yourself because it'll be so much easier Mm -hmm. and more fun for you that way. And then everything will fall into place. Everyone's timing is unique. Oh, yeah. Everyone's timing is your perfect timing. Yes. Yes. Just stay true to what calls you. And if you have a side part and you love it, just keep rocking the fucking side part. Because who gives a shit what someone on TikTok said? Literally. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I didn't even... I can't keep up, dude. Like, I didn't even know that. I, I, I can't keep up with what's cool today and gone tomorrow. I really can't. Oh, I, I try not to. Yeah. I honestly don't even, like follow these things I just hear them randomly from like my little sister or like someone and I'm like oh is that what they're doing now okay I didn't even know (laughs) oh my god is that the thing today oh my gosh well I have two more questions for you before I let you go the first being I want to end this on a good note and I want you to tell me what if you had to pick one thing that you loved the most about social media besides the people it's brought you Dang, <laughs> that was my answer. What, what would you say? I would 100% say personal growth mm. because I am like light years away from the person I was when I started my page, same. but in a good way. Same. I'm still the same person who um, has passion for beauty and lifestyle and influencing people and inspiring other women. I have always been like a huge proponent of things like that. Um, but I am so 
different mentally and like spiritually than I was when I started and I just think it one like aging I've had my my page for like three or four years so I'm older than I was but also the content and like the community that I have surrounded myself with has influenced my decisions every day and my productivity and inspired me to create even more meaningful content and things that like I look at my page like years ago and I'm like wow I am so different in so many ways from from how I used to be and it's it's exciting it's like cool it just excites see, right? me cool. to keep going yeah. it's like wow where am I going to be in four more years yeah. like it is a really cool journey and it's like all kind of like documented for me right? on this timeline it's crazy like and it's really cool yeah I was listening to well I love that answer by the way and like Oh yeah, love it. Um, I was listening to literally the first episode that I put out on this podcast, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like, I sound so like I just you. Could, I think I'm not saying I'm a great podcaster, okay? But I'm saying like I. Oh, but you are. I think I definitely <laughs> sound more comfortable now. Like now, I don't really care. Yeah. Not that I don't care. I care so much, but like I don't care to show that I sometimes lose my train of thought. I lose my words. I. Sometimes yeah. can't think of a word in English because I can only think of, about it in Spanish. I say the wrong thing. Like, <laughs> I don't care anymore to share that. Um, and the first episode, like, I remember I wrote every single thing I was saying down. And, yeah, like, I have little notes mm-hmm. here, but I'm I'm having a conversation with you. Like, I'm not, like, reading my yeah. – I don't know – I didn't know where we were going to go. Like, I don't have, like, specific answers, you know? And I read, yeah, yeah. I read every single thing out, and I, like, stopped every single time because I was, like, trying to make sure it was perfect and – and even Aww. like the things I was saying too, like you're saying, I see, I see all this growth and I see all this, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of the perks of sharing your life with the internet is that you have it documented to like go back and check. And I'm just like, wow, dude, yeah. it's wild. Um, and my last question for you is what have you, what have That's you, like I'm on a quiz show. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing lately? What has been your go-to unwinding kind of night when you need a little bit of self-loving? What have you been doing? Ooh, unwinding. I see what you did there. That was a good little, like, like transition. It? Yeah, that's always the last question. Um, okay, self-care. So besides, like, crying and... No, I'm <laughs> Honestly, sometimes... I'm just kidding, you need kind of. Crying. Like, not even gonna lie. Um, so I'm not a bath person. You will never catch me in the bath. Okay. I just don't know what to do in the bath. I feel like, you. I'm just like there and I'm like, okay, so now we're in here. I feel you. What do we do besides soak in our dirt? <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I love watching Netflix, like big shock, like how unique I am currently watching Superstore and I'm like, what is big, sh- what is big shock? Netflix. Big shock. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I love watching Netflix. Big shock. As in, like, everyone watches Netflix. It's not no, special. No, I, I thought it was, like, the name of a show. I was like, wait, what is that? Sorry. Wow. Okay. No. Continue. No, Lisa. Sorry. Reel it back in. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Um, No, I honestly just like to watch Netflix and... Um, like lay in bed with a snack. I love eating. Ugh, That's fun. Love. But I don't really have a ton of like personal time. I I work full time at a hospital 
I'm starting to be a radiation therapist. Um, I run a business. Well, I run A. Reynolds Beauty, and I also run my own business where I make jewelry, so that takes up a lot of my time. But I enjoy it, so I guess that's a little I think bit that's, of a self-care yeah, time. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, that sounds so almost, like, therapeutic It's therapeutic. In a way. Yeah. 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 I've always been very into, like, crafts. Mm. I love anything crafty. Like, I will DIY anything. I love drawing, painting. Like, actually, I hate drawing. But I like painting and, like, coloring. I love coloring books. Like, a four-year-old, I, I literally sit there all day with a coloring books. book. Yeah, I fuck hard I really love a coloring stuff like book. <laughs> I know. It's just fun. Yeah. And, like, throwing a glass of wine, and it's, like, such a great literally, night. So crafts so nice. are, like, crafts are key. I love that. Um, so, yeah, I guess making my bracelets, I I like to do that at night, especially because, like, I'll usually end up making, like, five for myself yeah. and then, like, one <laughs> for an order. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not love kidding. Love it. Um, yeah, no, I just... I love I, that. I like to stay busy. Yeah, I hear you. I like to be busy. I hear you. When I'm not busy, I feel like I don't have a purpose, and then I kind of go into a bit of a downward spiral, so I just keep myself busy. And when I'm unwinding, I throw on Netflix. I <laughs> love it. I love that. I actually, yeah. I love that you said that because I think tomorrow, and I know it's like the end of February, but like, don't come for me. I think I'm going <laughs> to, I think I'm going to make a vision board tomorrow. I'm like a little bit late, but better late than never. Stop, that's fun. I know. I yeah. really want to make one. And yeah, I want to make like a cute little TikTok of me making one. So wish me luck. I'll show you the end That'll result. That'll be fun. Um, oh, I can't but, Thank you so much for coming on. I fucking loved this episode. Oh. I hope everybody enjoyed having at well, can I speak? I can't. Oh my god. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed our episode. Um go show Alex some love. I'm going to leave all her details in the show notes and I can't wait to hear what everybody thinks and thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I feel like thank we you need for having we, me. we had a whole other subject that we wanted to get to. I know. But we're already 15 part minutes. Two. Yeah, so I think we're going to have to do a part two because I really want to... So, um, spoiler alert, we want to talk about self-esteem, body image, that kind of stuff. And you guys know that's my jam. Big topic. Yes. So, But I feel like that honestly deserves an episode in and of itself. It does. So, it does because I could go on forever. Same. So if you're, if you're down, time. we'll do a part two. Yeah? I'm down for a part two. Okay, perfect. I can't wait. Down. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having You're me. So it's like welcome. been my dream to come on. Stop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Come back anytime. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.